0: I think if you have a pest control company or a lawn care company, your easiest targets are going to be your current customer database. And that would be through direct mail, that would be through email, that would be through text and that would be through phone calls. This is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome out to another episode of the PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we look at what is changing in the industry and we take you to the front lines to those that are driving those changes. As always, I'm Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Home Services, which has Triangle Pest as well as Triangle Lawn. And with me from the north side, coming to you live from the north side, Mr. Dan Gordon. Dan, would you like to say good afternoon? Which, by the way, just a disclaimer here, when we record in the afternoon, I'm already you know, doing the best I can with the two or three IQ points that I have, and it seems like they go away after 12 o'clock. But having said all of that, Dan, introduce yourself, introduce our topic and our sponsors, and we'll get rolling into this topic today.
1: Wow. Ah, so, uh, Dan Gordon, PCO bookkeepers, PCO M&A specialists, uh, coming to you from the North, New Jersey. We, uh, made our trek home for the summer. So we're back on the lake and, uh, we enjoy that. And, um, let's see. Uh, uh, we, uh, uh, oh, boy! <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, our sponsors. So our sponsor, uh, uh, we um, have Colmarch by Workwave. And uh, for digital um, marketing, visit them at and They've been a, a long sponsor who we really appreciate. And we have a new one, uh, PestSure. Uh, yeah. Burke. Uh, they are a new sponsor, and I couldn't be happier about that. And uh, what we've been noticing, uh, especially in the auto insurance uh, piece, is that, that uh, uh, rates have been going through the roof. So if you uh, want to get your insurance um, evaluated and see if Peshawar can do uh, for you what they've done for many of their clients, contact them. And uh, so, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about roll
0: please mosquitoes <laughs> hang on before you move on to mosquitoes one thing I do want to save our audience you know i actually use both of these sponsors um you know we're grateful for their sponsorship they allow us to uh come on and and record and and really it, they allow me an opportunity to make fun of Dan which i I mean I can't thank them enough, both Colmar well, and thank The other thank thing you is for that. That,
1: that that the that were able to buy microphones and that's, true. that's and true. We did we did this podcast for over a year with all the hate mail and it yes. revolved around nothing but you guys sound like crap.
0: So- yeah, I love your love your content, hate your hate your sound. But no, I in all in all truthfulness, I really do. Appreciate Colmarch and Pesher sponsoring the podcast just because it allows allows us to continue to do this. I, I hope you find the episodes uh useful and we would very much appreciate you just letting our sponsors know. Go over and checking them out. Again, I everyone knows I own Triangle, you know, Pesher. I mean, I'll tell you that they ensure our, our business and Colmarch does all of our digital marketing and and we're grateful for both of them. And so with that, yes, we are talking about mosquitoes today, more specifically how mosquitoes are the most profitable pest ever created ever am I going to say that maybe I should Mm -hmm. say ever but Mm -hmm. I before we do that I do have to put out a few disclaimers the first is um, we're going to talk obviously I'm going to give my experience you know we operate um, mainly in North Carolina and so I have a lot of knowledge in North Carolina it doesn't work that way in all states And so before you do anything, before you listen to any of our recommendations, make sure you check with your state because there may be some differences that you want to check on the regulatory side just to make sure that you're good to go there. And the other thing I'll say is that not all control strategies work in all markets, right? Mosquito control in Michigan is going to be very different than mosquito control in Florida, or even should I say from Jersey, to Florida. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Not everyone's a high roller like Dan Gordon.
1: but uh, having said all of that, you know, in, the, in the backwoods of New Jersey, we get these mosquitoes <laughs> that are as big as helicopters in the summer <laughs> and we got to shoot them down. So.
0: Well, let's get around to it here. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners are already into mosquito services. If you're not, and you're thinking about it, this is your episode because we're going to, we're going to take somewhat of a deep dive on this. And I will tell you that mosquito control has become one of my favorite service lines that we offer at Triangle. If you spend any time with me at all, you know, my philosophy is I want to be the Southwest of pest control, meaning that I don't want a ton of service lines. Now that's different. And there are people out there who are very successful at it. I mean, we have Bobby Jenkins on, it seems like at least once a year and he's killing it at multi-service. And so not telling you you shouldn't do multi-service, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty, um, discriminating when it comes to adding service lines to the business. And I also want to give a shout out to arrow exterminators because truthfully, I would not be where I'm at today were it not for arrow exterminators. They're the ones that helped me generate my mosquito program many, many years ago. This is back when Rick Bell was the technical director, help arrow. They've since moved on from that. (laughs) If Rick's listening, (laughs) no, but I mean, they helped me gin up my program, and I can tell you it has been, um, it's been a it's been a fun service to to get up to speed. And now we are really starting to see. And this is ten years later. We're starting to see the real benefits of of having that service. And so I I thought it'd be a good idea to do a, an episode on uh, mosquitoes, mainly because what it's turning into, how the market's changing, and and really you know we want to provide you great content in terms of like things that are changing and things for you to think about. And so having said all of that, let's talk about the case for doing mosquito control if you're not doing it, and let's make the case for if you are doing it, why you should go all in on it. And the very first case I'm going to make, and Dan and I were talking briefly right before we started recording, is I personally think that mosquito control is one of the most profitable service lines you can offer. And the reason is is because of the gross margin that you get um, depending on how you do the service. And, and by the way, you know, doing mosquitoes, there are several different ways you can do it. There are misting systems. There's folks that go around with these steel backpack you know, backpack sprayers. They, you know, they do the blow and go. There's also, you know, um, just your normal backpack sprayers that you can do. And then there's the, you know, the nuke method where you just grab a freaking, you know, back uh, one of the big sprayers and you just hose everything down. So there's different variations on how you can do the service. I like the way that we do it here at Triangle. Uh, we don't, you know, in some cases, we'll use the steel backpack sprayers, but not in all. You know, the vast majority of our treatments, we're using backpacks and not the, you know, not the steel blowers. But having said all of that, the reason I like this service a lot is because the gross margin is fantastic. How fantastic might you ask? Dan, do you care? to take a guess, which I don't, I know you're not going to guess because you're in these numbers all the time, but typical margins, typical gross margins on that service. What is it that you see and what are you seeing guys get and gals? I don't want to, you know, in this service and what is normal for mosquito control?
1: So if you're doing it as an add-on to an existing service, the gross margin is almost you know, ninety percent, whatever it's yes. There's yes. no there's no vehicle cost because you're already there. Yes. There's a slight material cost. The technician is doing his work or her work, so it, incrementally it's not that um expensive. So you could have 85, 90% gross margin if you're doing it with other services. If it's a standalone service, then, uh, you know, it, it, it's less. But uh, if you do it as a add-on service, as any other add-on service, the gross margin is through the roof. The thing that, you know, most other add-on services, some are not recurring. This is recurring and it's terrific, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this is this is pest control, uh, on steroids, that's what it is, uh, as far from a from a profitability perspective,
0: and you know, it was funny. Dan and I, as we often do, we were having a bit of a debate prior to to us um, starting recording. And he made this exact point, which was, well, if it's a standalone, it's just like pest control. Let me tell you why i I don't necessarily agree with that. it He is correct in terms of chemical costs and time and those types of things. but, Here is what I really like about Mosquito, even if you do it as a standalone. Number one, how many inside services are you doing with Mosquito? Hopefully not, (laughs) right? Yeah, I mean you know, yeah. So so you know you confirm stops go way down. Now there is a trade off, right? If you start selling big lawns, or if you're in an area where there's just these massive lawns, you really need to think through your pricing because you could be there for an hour, hour and a half. But in general, if you're in a, I would say like a, a suburban market where your typical lot size is a quarter acre, a third of an acre, even a half an acre, what you can do with this service is you can treat it like, like he said, pest on, on steroids, because you don't have confirmed stops. The vast majority of your stops, you can, you can schedule whenever you want, which means that your routes are super, super tight. And the other thing is, is that now, instead of a technician being limited to, say, 10 to 12 to maybe 14 stops a day, realistically, and I'm not pushing this at all, 20 to 25 stops a day if you have a tight mosquito route. And at the same time, you know, one and I'll talk about this a little bit later, but when you get into marketing and pricing this, you know, there's the, and I don't want to call wait, it a franchise.
1: Let, 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 let's talk about pricing because one thing that I've noticed you lawn care operators out there sell this way too cheap.
0: I'm going to get to that. Oh, we're going to okay. get into pricing. Right. Yeah, we're definitely going to get into pricing yeah. because, you know, one of the things that I hear a lot is like, well, you know, we've got, you know, and I'm not going to name franchise names here, but we've got this mosquito franchise and they sell it for half the price and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Who cares? You know what? We sell it for double the price in our market and all the markets that we operate. We sell it for double than what the franchise is sell it for. And the reason that we do it is because we already have the relationship. We already have a database of pest control customers. They're not going to go out. If you're proactive in in outbound marketing to these customers, first of all, it's a vanity service. Most people want it. It's something that's very, very, like I, I will tell you that our highest customer satisfaction, customer satisfaction ratings come off of our mosquito service. They really enjoy the service because they see the difference, right? You, you think about the majority of pest control, people don't see anything they're like, okay, it's good. I think they do a good job. I don't know. I probably wouldn't see anything if they didn't come. With Mosquito, it's totally different. It was like, I used to get eaten up when we'd go out on the play set or I'd play with the kids or I'd go out and do barbecue. Now I don't get eaten up or I see one or two Mosquitoes. And so customers really, really like the service. But at the same time, as long as you're not getting, like if you are being very proactive with your current customer, you can make a great, great living on mosquito control because you don't have to compete at those prices. And Dan is 100% correct for our lawn care operators out there. What are you doing? Like that could be such a great profitable service if you price it right. So, so anyway, getting back to
1: do a little mystery shopping with
0: pest control companies, not with
1: there's exceptions, but I've noticed that lawn care operators just do it really cheap and there's no reason to do it.
0: Yeah. So the reason I don't agree that it's purely a, a, another pest control services because it's easy to schedule and it's easy to get a lot of stops in one day if you're in the right kind of market right again if you're on lots of like five acres and you know lots of like one and a half acres you're that I, yeah, it's going to be hard to do but when you're in a rural i'm not a rural a suburban area and you've got high density you you start cranking out 20-25 stops Per tech per day on Mosquito, and that's averaging, you know, a hundred bucks a stop. That's pretty good money. You know, you're making two to 2,500 a day on a route. That's, it's, it's, that's, it's not hard to love that. So that's, yeah. So that's why I think it's one of the most profitable services ever is because the way that it can be managed as a service in my mind, it is a lot easier. It's always outside service. It's kind of like lawn care without the visa, you know, all the visibility that lawn care has. So, Dan, one of the things that I want to bring up and I want to talk about is, okay, so number one is that if you set the service up right, it's going to make you a lot of money, mainly because of the gross margin and what you can do in terms of throughput for it. Let's talk about resale. So I have a company, I've been going for 20, 30, 40 years, whatever. It's time for me to exit. We start having this plan. uh, So we start going into talks about, okay, I want to sell my company we know that they're gonna value different services differently. How are mosquitoes and mosquito control valued? Let's just start, let's start with kind of a, a, a general pest control company, and then let's move on to just a strictly mosquito control company. How is that viewed uh, when it comes to MA?
1: So what we've seen is that it's just another pest control service, so however it's valued that's that's where it's going to come out however your firm is valued but um what i've not been involved with a pure mosquito play uh, m&a transaction probably because they're the not for I've sale seen, well well the ones that i've seen <laughs> are franchises yeah and the problem with franchises um you know and, and and i say this uh you know because i have a lot of friends who are in different pest control franchises is a lot of the franchise agreements have um They they have a buyout clause for the franchisor, and they're not usually all that favorable. So it has nothing to do with mosquitoes. It has to do more with the franchise itself. Those are the ones that I've seen, right? But there's no reason why, um, you know, if if you had a pure mosquito play that was not owned by a franchise, there's no reason why it would be any different than pests, other than. Um, obviously when you value a company, you're looking at growth and whatnot. So if your attrition rate of mosquito is higher, you might get a
0: a lower value. Uh, And and I think that's an important point. Yeah, Yeah, I think think the the important point out of that is that if you have a pest control company and you're not doing mosquito, you really need to think about this because the reality of it is, is that you have a service that is easier to offer. In my mind, it's easier to, to, to do overall in terms of scheduling and, and, and actually doing the service and it's going to get valued the same amount as your normal pest. So, and the other thing is it's so easy to grow it, mainly because you already have a database of customers who are going to want to, that service. And so anyway, point being is that if you are thinking about this or if you're already doing it, I think this is something that you really need to look at because if it's getting the same treatment as your normal pest control programs and you're making more money on it along the way, that's what you call a no-brainer in my mind. Absolute no-brainer. So let's move on real quick. Um, So let's just say that I'm already in Mosquito. We're kind of doing okay. Let's talk about how you market these services. And so I'll run through a little bit about how we do it, what's worked for us, what hasn't worked for us. And then, Dan, you you can plug in with things that you've seen. For us, the way that we grew our mosquito control was we just we really do focus on our current customer base. Now, mind you, we do market it on the outside and we do have people who call us, but that's not really our target market. Who we really want to focus on is our current customers. Things that have worked with this extremely well have been emails, lots and lots of emails, lots and lots of texts. We also do the by the way thing that I learned from Bobby Jenkins is, you know, when we do that, we have an outbound team. So we have an outbound team of, of four of, of four reps, which you know sometimes that changes. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's two, but that's the. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. we're on for four, yeah, yeah. Now we haven't gotten down to one, luckily, but but point is, is that they'll call up and say, "Hey, look, you know, Mrs. Smith, we got your service set up for this. By the way, we um, you know, we're doing mosquito. If you'd like, we can give you a mosquito service for half price. Just let you try it out, see what you think, and if you like it, we'll just keep coming out. You can cancel anytime." That's a very effective way that we've grown it. And so, really, when you think about how do you grow this, number one is I think if you have a pest control company or a lawn care company, you, your easiest targets are going to be your current customer database. And that would be through direct mail, that would be through email, that would be through text, and that would be through phone calls. And the phone calls would be not a direct sales phone call, it would be a scheduling, you know. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I say a scheduling call where you're going to let someone know that you're coming out and you can just offer this at half price. It's something that it's a special we're doing this month, yada, yada, yada. That for us has worked. Uh, Our mosquito program is fairly large now. I'm not going to go into numbers, but you know, there's, if you are strictly doing mosquitoes, I would say it's a little bit more difficult. You know, we've got these franchises that are sending out direct mail, like every door direct mail, they're doing signs, they're doing, and they're much more aggressive because they're trying to generate a new customer. I think that's the biggest thing that we bring to the table is that we already have a built-in database of people to market to. And they don't necessarily have to be an active client, right? You can also market. I mean, we, we market to everyone. If you customer or non-customer, it doesn't matter. Um, but it's worked very, very well. Dan, what have you seen, folks, or successful strategies that you've seen of folks building their mosquito program?
1: So one thing that i uh going the other way, I've seen uh, several of the franchisees want to get into the general pest market. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting because I've had people call. Hey, I'm looking to buy a pest control company. I've got a mosquito franchise, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, what have I seen? I I I I believe that um, mosquito is the next bed bug, right? Uh, yeah, like I agree. bed bugs petering out. Mosquito. Yes. We're we're seeing bigger, bigger, and bigger portions of. Um, you know, the, the revenue base, uh, as mosquitoes. In fact, uh, if you talk to Tim over at William Blair, our pest index, we just started breaking out mosquitoes. So that's kind of interesting as well. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I, I definitely see it as a, a service that's welcomed. Uh, it's a high margin service and, um, you know, um, companies who have been doing it for a few years are, 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 making a lot of money from, but make sure that you price it right. Don't give it away just because it's a, by the way, or a yes, at your house. I don't mind giving away the first service for half price or whatever, but after that, no, you, you have your dollar per hour that you got to make.
0: That's it. We used to call it our crack service and we're, and I mean we probably still do around the office. I don't spend a ton of time in the office, but it's like, we'd give you a hit and people would love it. And it's like, just keep coming back. Like legitimately, like it works really, really well. I'm telling you that if you do this service, right your customer, it'll sell itself. Your customers will start talking to their neighbors and folks will come over and you know, especially because normally when you see mosquito issues, it's a neighborhood issue. There's retention ponds around or there's something else going on. And so if one neighbor's got it going on and they start talking to each other, the next thing you know, you can get a whole block pretty, pretty easily. So, okay. So point being out of that is that customer demand and marketing, again, if you're a pest control company or if you're a lawn care company, I would say current customer marketing is probably going to be your most effective method and way of growing your business. And going back to what you said, Dan, I think it's much easier going from pest to mosquito than mosquito to pest. I just really do. But so let's talk about how you do it. You know, the basics of the service, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this number one, because I haven't, well, I haven't sprayed a mosquito lawn in quite some time. Uh, I still go out with my guys at least once a month, but a lot of times, uh, I mean, I still have a license, but it would be,
1: um, yeah, I see on the outline, you want to go over biology. What do you,
0: I mean? am not going to go over biology. Stop. A few things I will say, if you think they, will say?
1: The, if you take the, the Dan Gordon, uh, course in entomology, there's two types of bugs, revenue raising bugs and non-revenue
0: raising. I was bugs. Saying, I was that's thinking it. you're going to say dead and live <laughs> bugs, but that that's yeah. about the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so the, that's the biology. That's
0: Yeah. So here's what I'll tell you, you know, doing the service itself, my highest recommendation. And again, I will give Arrow exterminators props on this. They really help us, meaning Triangle, get our program launched and started. I went down and spent a couple of days with Rick Bell. I went out on a few stops. I spent some time with their mosquito guy at the time they had a mosquito guy. Um, and, and, and I remember at that time. I had saw um, Rick do a presentation on mosquito control and I was so impressed with their margins and I was so impressed with how much revenue it was adding. I was like, I got to get into this. And so, you know, getting started with the service or updating your service, the thing I would tell you there is make sure that you find a company that has similar um, as a a similar client uh, climate that you have, as well as a similar client base, and then go see what they're doing. I, you know, the good, the great thing about our industry is that we're very open and people are willing to share, you know, procedures. They're willing to share strategies. And the only time I see people really clam up is when it start when we start getting into marketing strategies, people don't like sharing those too well, but, but anyway, so I'm not going to run through mosquito biology. I do understand it. You know, I, I did have to pass a test on it or whatever, but, but it's a fairly easy pest to manage. Um you know, it's, you're not going to get rid of, it's mosquito control, not mosquito elimination. Um, you know, the thing I would tell you is make sure that you check with your public health department, because in some States they require a public health license and other States they don't. In some States it's considered structural in other States it's not. And so I would just make sure that before you jump in head first, that you make a phone call to your regulator and say, Hey, look, I'm interested in getting a mosquito control. What do you need? I can tell you the public health license, at least in North Carolina, is way easier to get than than a pest control license. And so it's pretty simple. I think it might be a test or two. Again, this is North Carolina. It may be very, very different wherever you're at uh, if you have mosquitoes. and that there might even be some markets that you don't even have mosquitoes. And if that's the case, you're probably not listening anyway. But point being is I would say step number one is to find a company that's doing it. Ask if you can go out and hang out with them for, you know, um, maybe a day or two, understand what they're doing to get their procedures and then come back and then check with your regulators and make sure that you can do it. That's the first thing with the service. Second thing I would say is, you know, best practices for customer satisfaction. This service is so effective and, and meaning that if you learn how to do it right, it's going to sell itself. But what I would say best practices are is focus on the areas of the lawn where people are going to be. You know, when you think about mosquitoes and biology, and I'm not going to get into a ton of this, they're not, um, you're, you're not going to go and treat every section of the lawn. And if you are, you're probably messing up. The way we train our technicians, the way our program works is that we look for hot spots. Where are people going to be at in the lawn? You're going to be looking at, you're going to be spraying under decks, you're going to be spraying your um, play sets, you know, any area where people are going to be, like near pools, you know, anywhere people are going to be congregated, that's where you're going to focus your treatment. But I would just say, best practices for customer satisfaction is number one is focus on those hot areas. Number two, if someone calls and says, Hey, look, I'm still seeing mosquitoes get out there that day. Like legit. I mean, don't like sit on it. You know, most people once they get on the program and they see that you're very, very responsive and that it's working, you may have like, you know, cause here's the thing, a lot of materials that we use, what breaks them down? Do you remember that part, Dan? I know it's been a while since you've been in past, but you know what breaks down on material? There's two things. Sunlight. Bam, you got one. Yeah, what's the other one? Not wow, I'm impressed. Bill. What did you say? Not, Not paying, paying you your bill. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no rain. So rain and sunlight are the two things that break it down. So what I would say is is that if you're getting a complaint, it you know, you may get one callback a year, maybe on this service. And so just take care of it, right? And most customers will absolutely you know, they will love you for it. And so, so <clears throat> anyway, long story short, getting started with the service, managing the service, I would say number one is go out to a company that's doing it and doing it. Well, it has a good reputation. You know, hopefully they have an entomologist or someone that has you know created their program for them. Make sure that you're legal in terms of public health. That would be number two. And then number three is make sure that your program is customer centered. And I know that sounds like an obvious thing, but sometimes people geek out, and they want to go and like, oh, we're going to treat every little aspect of the lawn. And it's just well, number one, it's not necessary. Number two, you it, it doesn't you don't gain anything by doing that. Really, what the customer cares about is where am I going to be spending my time. So, anything you want to add to that before we move on, Mister Gordon?
1: No, uh uh-uh. um,
0: Continue on. Okay, so after you've gotten started with the service, then the question becomes: How are we going to integrate it into our current service, into our current service line? I personally and Dan talked about this at the beginning is the pest tech strategy. So when you think about mosquito there could not be a service that's easier to schedule than mosquito. I mean it's just that that service is so easy to schedule because it's outside only. People don't need to be home. Obviously you need to worry about dogs of course, but the vast majority of the time it's it's a you show up, you do your thing and you move on. So We've done both the two strategies that we use at triangle is what we call the pest tech strategy. And then the blow and go strategy. The pest tech strategy is where during the off season. And when I say the off season, we run our mosquito program all year long. We call it our mosquito and tick program. We don't stop in November and we don't stop in January. We keep going. And we're doing mainly focused on ticks in those, you know, those months, but in the summer months, obviously the the vast majority of mosquitoes in those times, Our pest techs will run that service because it's an easy stop for them to pick up. It's easy for them to do. In the summertime, when all of our mosquitoes go on, we do what we call the blow and go, which is we'll use an hourly person. They have a mosquito only route. And I mean, and it goes back to what I was just telling you before, Dan, these guys are doing, you know, literally 20 to 25 stops a day and they're doing a good job. It's not like they're just showing up and driving off and leaving a ticket. I mean, they absolutely have enough time to do that. And so when I talk about integration, number one, it would be, you may want to do a hybrid kind of like what we do. It may be that your program is not big enough and you just stick with the PEST tech strategy, which by the way, the PEST tech strategy is probably the most profitable depending on how you pay your technicians. If you pay your technicians on commission, uh, you can adjust the commission rates or the blow and go, which is also very profitable. This is like, usually what we'll do is we'll bring in um, like a, when I say part-time, I'm talking about college full time during the summer, but you know, they're back off. They've got, you know, you get them trained up, you get them in RT, but we used to have, and we still do, we have some guys who spend their summers with us doing mosquito control and then, you know, during the summer, then they go back off to college. And so they pick up a lot of the overflow and they pick up a lot of the stops that we have. And so those are two integration strategies. I'm sure there's probably more out there. I don't know if you've seen anything different, but for us, this works pretty well. And we use kind of both. Anything you've seen, Dan?
1: No, no, I, I mostly, uh, the techs who are on the road, but uh, I guess in North Carolina, the, uh, these, these guys who ride, they don't have to have an applicator license or?
0: No, they have to be an RT. And, and, you know, you need to have as a business, you need to have a public health license, but that doesn't require every single technician to do that in North Carolina. Now, my information could be a little dated, but, you know, again, I don't run the service side of things anymore. And that's why we did the disclaimers up front, you know, make sure that you check your state, you know, they may require that every person who's applying chemical, you know, to have a, a, um, not a, an, an RT card, but a public health license. It's not that way here. So, um. OK, so things to things
1: to avoid.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, so this is where okay. we're going to get. Great
1: minds think alike. Yes. That We were reading off. The screen, yeah,
0: not an outline right? at all. No, what I would say things to avoid. And by the way, this is where it's going to get a little controversial and you don't have to agree with me. OK, these are Donnie's things to avoid. Just let me start there. And Dan pointed this out right before we started. But I put number one, misting systems.
1: <laughs> Which I have a client that that's all they do. And then yes. It. And yes and they but but it's it it's basically an irrigation business where and that's why i don't like them
0: of, yeah you know when we first of,
1: uh, the, the mist,
0: uh, well that and you got these tubes and people are kicking over tubes and is that working and when does it come on and doesn't come on and people freak out because there's this cloud of chemical flying around so what i would tell you is this is that i am not a fan of misting systems you're more than welcome to look at them I hope I'm not burning any bridges when I say that. You may look at it and it may be a great thing in your market and it may be right in line with what you're already doing. All I'm saying is for us, you know, Triangle, we looked at them. I didn't like them. I didn't like like the complexity of the service. I didn't like the idea of jumping into basically doing irrigation management, you know, where I've got I've got to go in. I got to fill up these barrels. And then I got people who are freaking out because, these misters go off, and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" It's a, you know, it's it's like the old cloud with the with the you know the the mosquito flying away. So anyway, I I put it on as a thing to avoid. Again, you don't have to agree with me, but I don't like it. Number two thing to avoid are pollinators. This is a big deal. Okay, I would say if you're in a state where this is like a hot topic, or people are out, and y- you might even look at this in terms of market. I mean, here where we're at in the triangle. Traditionally speaking, you're good in Raleigh, you're okay in Durham, Chapel Hill, you better watch it, right? Just because of the cultural differences. And so I would say if you're in a market where it's this is a really hot topic, I might would avoid, well, you're going to have to change your treatment strategy. The blow and go is not going to work in those markets. They're going to be, there's some, there's some really cool new products on the market now that I think would work very, very well in those types of markets. And we're going to be changing, but I would say. Be very careful about pollinators and make sure that you are educating your customers because one of the critiques of, uh, of mosquito control is that well it's hurting pollinators. Well, I haven't seen any real research on that that actually proves that. But nonetheless, it's something that you need to be aware of and it's you do need to have an explanation and you need to make sure that you're training so that your, your technicians are not uh, killing pollinators and they know what to treat so that they're not killing pollinators. And so that's the second thing to avoid. Third thing... And I, this is another controversial one. Sometimes I think, yeah, you know, some people think that, well, I can't do this on my own. I need a franchise. I need someone to show me this. I need, you don't. Okay. When it comes to mosquito control, it is not rocket science. It is yeah, fairly.
1: The, the, the thing that with the mosquitoes and we, we kind of touched on it before uh, or with franchises is um, you know, that they, they obviously take a royalty, but they also in their agreement, you know, have right of first refusal and the price is usually at a lower valuation. And, um, the other thing is like, if you're going to buy a McDonald's, um, I'm, I'm LA, right. They give you a lot of stuff, training, they give you equipment, they give you, they tell right. you how, you know, how yeah. many centimeters the burger has to be and everything else has control of franchises. Traditionally, they give you a yeah. logo and right you know, say go West young man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Have fun. Let me know if you got any questions. Right. That's exactly right. So I just put this on a thing to avoid because sometimes I think people get in their head and they overthink it. The best thing you can do is go find a company that's doing this, that you know, that's doing it well. And I think you'll walk away thinking we can do this without having to actually jump onto a franchise. Now, if you decide that you want to do a franchise and you want to grow this big mosquito, I'm not telling you don't, it's just, again, it's is kind of like going back into the misting systems. These are my things to avoid, okay? You may come into that and say, nope, this all looks good to me, and I want to move but, forward. By the
1: way, if, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably in the pest business already, and so you have a good understanding. If I'm just an investor who is looking for a business, then I get buying a franchise in our industry. But if you know what you're doing, there's yeah. no reason to buy a franchise.
0: Yeah, That's yeah. What say on that. Okay. Last point, And we're going to wrap up here. And that is kind of the future of mosquito control. I have been super, super excited. which by the way, these guys don't even know. I don't know if they know Dan and I or not, and they're certainly not sponsoring this and I'm not pushing this. I'm just telling you, I'm super excited about it. There's a new product out and Dan and I spent quite a bit of time last week talking about it because he was, he was out of the loop and I brought him up on the loop, but you need to go check this out. It's a product called Insecto. And if you've, Ever watch Phil Kaler out of Florida speak? He's the guy who hates cats. Okay, if you watch any of his presentations, he has cats doing stupid things and cats getting hurt, and you know a bunch of other cat things that he does not like. But he helped develop this product. It is amazing. It's a fantastic. So there are stations that you put out, and you put them out by. They were actually designed originally for the military, um, and so all you do is, is they come in. They they have the station with a cartridge in it. You put in some water and it's an attractant and it pulls mosquitoes to the station and then the mosquitoes die inside the station um, and then it's done. And there's no chemical that goes out. Now, that's not what I really, really love about it. You know what I love about this service, Dan?
1: What do you love about this service,
0: Dan? It's a 90-day label, which means if you have a bank of mosquito control customers, and by the way, you know efficacy is always the big thing, right? I have had I've got a lot of friends in Florida that are using this product and they've been singing its praises. What I really really like about this product is that it can supercharge the profitability of mosquito control because even if you say I'm not going to go the full 90 days, I'm only going to go 60 days. Now I just taken my mosquito control service and I've just doubled the profit, doubled it. Well, okay, these stations are a little bit more expensive and buy thphthrin or you know some micro and cap that you're going to use. But the fact of the matter is, is that you just eliminated half your stops in your mosquito control program. And if you're a bi-monthly service type of company, that means the only time you're doing mosquito control is when you're already out there doing pest control. If you're triannual, well, then that means that, well, now, you know, out of my triennial, at least three of those stops, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to be doing my mosquito and I've just eliminated, well you know, instead of going out there 12 times, if you're doing it monthly, which is most people tell you that, you know, doing a traditional mosquito control is three weeks to four weeks, four weeks is kind of pushing it five weeks is you're out of control. But this product Insecto, you need to go out. It's I-N-Z-E-C-T-O. You need to go out and Google it, go look on their website. I am super excited about it. We're going to be implementing it here at Triangle. I will do a field report. Uh, I was going to do it this spring and we got busy with I know everyone's heard me complain and whine about my CRM woes, and Dan has actually helped me out quite a bit in getting things squared away there. But we were going to do it this spring. I had to back it till latter part of the summer, so we're gonna we're gonna start it out at the latter part of the summer, and then we'll have it back in for spring. So probably next year this time, I'll give everyone a field report as to how it's going. But I will tell you, in some of the most challenging areas I know of, that I have friends who have uh, pest control companies. They love this product. And so, Dan, I don't know if you've heard anyone talk about it, but it's, you know, for me, I love the idea of of halving our stops.
1: Well, that, yes, <laughs> so that that's what I would hear about. The the actual material itself, that's not something I get involved with, but it's how do we increase our efficiency, how do we bring up our dollars per hour, things like that. And Mosquito is definitely one of those services that uh, is extremely profitable and, uh, you know. Um, I think it's it's the new
0: bed bug. It really. It is, is absolutely a new bed bug. All righty. With with that, I mean, that's a big, deep dive there on mosquitoes. If you're doing if you're currently in mosquito control, hopefully you got some good tips out of this on how to make it better. If you're not in it and you got to this far in the episode and you're not going to go into it. I don't know what else to do to try to talk you into it, because I can tell you right now it is absolutely the way to go in my mind. And with that, Dan, anything else to add before we close out here? I think that's it. Okay, just a reminder to everyone that all of the resources and topics that we talk about today and in previous episodes are all available on our podcast website, pmpindustryinsider.com. Just take a look under show notes. Maybe we'll link up in Zecto under there and kind of put a few more resources that you can look up and, and do some more research if you're interested in starting your own mosquito program. And as always, we appreciate any kind of ratings and reviews that we can give us. All positives go online. All negatives go to Dan. And with that, we're going to sign out. We'll see you all next time. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye now.